Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Tuesday, February 14th. 2023. The weather today will be a high of minus six degrees in Edmonton. Minus three degrees in Calgary. And minus eleven de- minus eleven in Saskatoon and seven degrees in Toronto. Seven degrees in, in Toronto? Happy Valentine's Day. Happy. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Uh, good, good morning. morning. Um, we're broadcasting live as we do every morning, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Mountain Time on the Podbean app. Come join the live show. It's so much better than listening to the recording. Um, you join the live show, you get an opportunity to ask any questions you want about real estate investing for free. There's a call-in button you can click. There's a chat box. Um, tons of investors coming in every morning, um, have a little conversations, asking questions. We love it because it um, your questions uh, make the show. Indeed, they do. When you bring your questions, uh, we turn the show into it. And so we're looking forward to seeing what kind of questions come in today from the people who are joining us. Wayne, I don't want to brag, but can you just check your records and see who the first person in the room was? I thought you were going to say, I've got the best Valentine in the whole wide world. <laughs> yeah. That's Is, what I, I thought say. that's what you were going to brag about. <laughs> Listina. No. Yep. Because I saw her join oh, the sorry. room. Uh, yeah. Gabby was the first one in the room. Thank you. Gabby. Thank you. Dawn. Thank you. John. Eric, Jagger, Listina, Nathan. Listina was the first one to say something. Okay, but I was the first one in the room. You were the first one. <laughs> For the, in the first room. time ever. I just wanted to make a note of that. You were. <laughs> Good morning, Listina. Good morning, JD. Good Eric, morning, everybody. Don. What is this? Okay. Good Je- morning. Good- I thought this would be good background music. <laughs> Jeff asked for some more talking heads on the show. Okay. So we're just gonna have the we're gonna run this baseline. Good morning, Scotty P. It's good sensual. Good morning, Elray. <laughs> Nads, Justin. Good morning, Glenn. Happy Valentine's Day. Good morning, Matt and Josh. Tyson. <laughs> good morning, Denise and Jagger. Hello, Sheila. Good morning, Nathan. Good morning, Josh. Rise and shine. Good morning, Alan. Liam. Good morning. Such appropriate music for Valentine's Day. Good morning, Tammy. Good morning, Francis. Happy Valentine's Day. Good morning, John. Good morning, Jeff. Once you start, you can't stop. It's like it's it's a it's a vibe. 
morning, TJ. <laughs> Kirsten. Uh, good, good morning, Brooker. Good morning, Brooker. Hey, May. She just popped in. Yeah, it's, Garrett. It's, it's one of those ones you just can't stop once the bass gets going. <laughs> and I, I extended the bass. I threw it on three loops. I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> it was extra long bass line. Oh, goodness gracious. Whoops. What was that? Just knocked my pen off the desk. Okay. Um, oh, boy, today's going to be a good show. I can feel it. I can feel it. Anyone uh, anyone new to the show today? Je ne sais pas. <laughs> Qu'est-ce que c'est? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have anyone new, new Danish. to the show? Danish says me. Danish is oh, fantastic. Jagger came back and Danish is new to the show. Well, congratulations for getting up early. And um, looking forward to seeing you here every day. Um, hey, you know, we should talk about top fan of the month. We don't talk about it enough. Um, and this actually, uh, good news and bad news. Good news and bad news. Um, so here's how the top fan comp, uh, contest works. Every day you come into the show live. Um, there's, there's ways to engage with the show. So you can click the heart button. You can... Uh, share the show to various social media platforms. You can call in lots of different ways. And what it does is it accumulates. Where is it on? Where is it on the app? It's on the right side. Bottom right. Bottom right. You'll, you'll notice there's an accumulation of hearts and, uh, every show we can see who, who had the most hearts, who engaged the most. And I can also see who, uh, who engaged the most for the month. It accumulates for the month. So what we do in the last day of the month is we, we take the top five fans, whoever had the most hearts for the month, and on the first of every month, we do a, um, a draw. And for the last six months, maybe longer, we've been doing um, two free coaching calls for the top fan. Uh, how we do it is we do uh, first place gets five ballots, second place gets four ballots, th third place gets three ballots, fourth place gets two ballots, first place gets, sorry, fifth place gets uh, one ballot. And uh, we pull one out of the hats and uh, the winner gets two free coaching calls. So this month is actually going to be the last month that we're going to be doing two free coaching calls. Mm -hmm. And we're going to start switching up every month. We're just going to, we're going to find a new prize every month um, for you guys. Um, it, it could be various different things. It could be entry into a workshop. It could be, um, it could be a can of tuna. Who knows? Oh, geez. That's disappointing. Could be a can of skipjack. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we're going to switch it up. So this month is going to be the last month uh, for uh, the two free coaching calls. Uh, so make sure you keep joining in. It's it, We're halfway through the month, so you got a chance. Um, even just, you know, being in fifth place, still got an opportunity to get that one ballot. Mm -hmm. You know, We've had uh, fifth place win. Was it last month or the month before? I don't know. Yeah, don't miss your chance. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti, you know? All right. Did you say mum's spaghetti? You only get one shot. Yeah. What's that have to do with mum's spaghetti? Yeah, you know, never. <laughs> okay. I, I, I don't know the reference. I don't get it. Okay. Carry on. Psh. Psh. <laughs> okay. Eight mile. Other people get you. I'm going to write you a note. <laughs> <laughs> I, still don't, I still fan. don't know. 
I mean, like, I know the song, but I does mean, it talk to... about mom's spaghetti? No, I just mean, like, you only get one shot. You know, yeah. you only need this one shot. Do not so... miss the chance to lose. Yeah. Opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Yeah. 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 So just... What the fuck does it have to do with mom's spaghetti? Well, if if you understand, if you put that lyric in, you know, connect it to the whole song, you can you, you basically got it now. Yeah. I do not get miss it. your shots. At mom's spaghetti? Okay. I'd like to move along from this. <laughs> can't believe you ruined valentine's day with your temper <laughs> oh my god i did lash out there didn't a i bum. and that's all you'll ever be a bum okay. a bum gabby what's going on in the comments this is a great time to go and uh, take a moment from our sponsors <laughs> Okay. Our sponsors are going to be like, well, why do you keep doing commercial breaks? Uh, Thank you, Joshua. At least you know. I just really feel like you d you didn't know the lyrics, so you couldn't you couldn't explain it. You just knew that it said it. Yeah. Well, just like a kind of like if you if you if you say it, then you get all the other lyrics, and then then it all kind of ties together. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's like maybe knees maybe weak, it arms are heavy. Vomit on a sweater. Mom's spaghetti. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it didn't tie in perfectly. <laughs> okay. Did I deserve it? Did I deserve <laughs> that? No, no, I did not deserve that. Okay, word from our sponsors. No, definitely oh, not. Okay. Definitely not. <laughs> oh man, there's going to be a terrible, terrible. I, I was just saying it was going to be a great show, and now it's going to be a terrible <laughs> it's gone show. So, so downhill. What's going on in the comments? Um. Other than Eminem lyrics, just just Eminem. Um, but I really like uh, Garrett says that Jackie says um, she's not mad; she's passionate. I like it. Garrett said that. Yeah, is Garrett quoting me? No way. That's totally something I say like all the time. Do you? What the <laughs> fuck, Gab? <laughs> I totally say that all the time. So I can't tell if I'm being quoted or not. This is supposed to be a show about real estate. Real estate investing. Bettering your life. Okay, let's get back to it. Here's here's a great example. <laughs> peak. Okay. This is this is peak. Peak life right here. <laughs> um okay, any questions about real estate investing? In yeah, the let's comments? get your questions in because there aren't any. And we I think we need a, a bailout at this moment. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, we're going to take a word from our sponsors. Some of you might have heard us talking about DCI Properties and how much we like their process and deal flow as one of the premier wholesaling companies in Canada. But one of the things most people don't know about DCI Properties is that they don't cherry pick deals for themselves. Everything they get under contract, they offer out to their buyers list. That's right. No sloppy seconds from no DCI. No sloppy seconds. So if you're an investor looking for their next flip project or cash flowing rental property, get on their buyers list today and check out their inventory. To get on the list for Alberta deals, visit www.dciproperties.ca slash Alberta buyers or for Ontario deals, go to www.dciproperties.ca slash buyer. Okay. Uh, well, we're looks back. Like we, looks like we got a question. Um, what's the question? From Nat? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Couldn't tell if she was 
<laughs> just poking fun at us, or she was actually asking. <laughs> uh, what's Nat's question? Nat says, so how do you guys feel about working in real estate together as a couple? Wow. <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. It's fantastic. I, uh, it's hard to put into words. I feel like, uh, when your day is long, when the day's long, and like in the night, the night is young. That, that song's on a repeat in our house. <laughs> Uh, do, you have a, do you have a serious answer? No. <laughs> this, no, this, this shows this. Oh, man, this, this is a write off. <laughs> this is an absolute write off. I, I don't play golf, but I'm assuming I need a mulligan. I think now the golfers are going to be after me. <laughs> just if, about, I, if I butchered that one, just to say what's a mulligan. OK, uh, working as a couple, you know, uh, serious answer, serious answer. Let's have yours first. <laughs> um, it has its really, really great perks, and it can also suck sometimes. Um, <laughs> I think it's great that we get to wake up every day together, do this, um, drink our coffee together, eat our breakfast together, play chess. We can go to the gym together. Um, and you know, like we, we get to grow something together, the, the business, which is, you know, a lot of people don't get to do. So those are like really, really cool aspects of it. But, um, you know, when you are building a business together and that's your full-time jobs and there's nothing outside of it, um, your life gets wrapped up in it. And, you know, like we're not coming home from work and being like, hey, sweetie, how was your day? Great. Okay, let's spend some time together. It's like we're together all the time. And it's hard to differentiate. Like sometimes, sometimes it's like we're just like coworkers and you need to work harder for your relationship because it becomes so much just about the business that sometimes you forget to actually take time to just like do normal things together. So I feel like it has its disadvantages 100% and that you almost need to be far more intentional about the relationship than just letting its natural flow of life happen, if that makes sense. Mm. Makes sense? Uh, yeah, Nat says it makes sense. Yeah. I wouldn't change it now that we're here. I remember being so nervous when Wayne was quitting his job and becoming a full-time real estate investor. I was like, this is going to be awful. I'm going to have no time to myself. Like when he went to work and I worked on the business, he like he would call me all the time to talk about it, but like he'd be out of the house and I'm like, oh my God, it's going to be all business all the time. But it actually got better because um, I feel like- I find it's less business. Do you? I do far less business now that I'm home. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just a different dynamic. Like you used to call me all the time and I used to get so annoyed every time the phone rang. I'm like, oh my God, let me work. Every time I leave the house now. <laughs> yeah. It's when I leave the house. Yeah. I call. Yeah. So now I just don't leave the house. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, my answer was completely different. I was going to say it's amazing. 
Um, Gabby's got a whole lot of butts. Um, but if, if I can quote, uh, you know, the great Keanu Reeves, um, uh, if you don't fight for your love, what kind of love do you have? Right. And I know it can be a little hard sometimes and you got to fight for it and you got to work for it. Like you said, you got to work hard to, to not just be partners, you know, business partners, but I think it's worth it. Um, uh, me personally, my perspective on this is that I, this is, I designed this. Mm-hmm. So, you did. um, I don't have any regrets. Um, morning show. No offense. My idea. 100%. Right. Uh, it's a great, it's actually the, one of the few times during the day that we actually get to spend together, like, and actually have a conversation. So you guys are hearing unfiltered. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then like all the other stuff just gets in the way, right? Throughout the day. It's, it's business stuff during the day. Um, we, uh, see, so, so yeah, I, 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 I personally, I, I personally love it. I think it's great. Um, it's, it's great for us. It doesn't mean that it's going to be great for you. Um, figure out a day that you could design that, that you could be proud of, that you can look back on and have no regrets, right? When you're, when you're old. Um, that's my thoughts. And I, I, I focus less on the materials, right? Materials are great. Don't get me wrong. I, I love going and spending money. There's nothing greater than spending money. Did you go out and spend money yesterday? I did, yeah. How did it feel? Uh, pretty good. Yeah, there you go. Feels great. Don't get me <laughs> wrong. <clears throat> but um, if you went out and spent money every day, you get a little bored of it after a while. It's not a good routine. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you're going to run out of things to buy. Um, but if you can build a life where, you know, you're fulfilled every day. And, and sometimes that includes going out and being spontaneous and going out and buying things. Um. If you can build a life, a routine every day that you can be proud of and that fulfills you and that you have no regrets with or of, um, I think it's pretty amazing. So I'm pretty happy about it. Some days are a little bit harder. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of serious about business. I'm kind of serious about what I want. And had I not been serious about what I wanted, we wouldn't necessarily be here today to what we have. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I just hope that you can understand that I'm serious about what I want for us in the future. I want to, I'm serious about maintaining this and keeping it because if I wasn't serious, then I would lose it and then we wouldn't have any more. And then I'd be back to, you know, playing with magnets and shit at work. So I'm spraying, spraying squirt bottles and testing welds and whatnot, which don't get me wrong is a great job, but I don't want to go back to that. So I have to work hard every day and maybe I take things a little bit too seriously. Maybe I need to put REM back on again. <laughs> uh, do we have tips and tricks? Yes. Yes, we do. Um, are we going to go over them today? <clears throat> I think we should do a workshop. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should do a workshop. But then uh, we, we've talked about doing like a workshop or we've talked about this topic before. Gabby and I, I don't know if you remember, but one of the concerns that one of us had, or both, was uh, that we don't want it to be like couples therapy, because I am not qualified. (laughs) In fact, a couples therapist would probably not like me very much for for my approaches, 
Yeah. Um, for, so what works for us, our dynamic is going to be unique. But um, actually, to be honest, if you're gonna if you're gonna do a, a workshop about working with your spouse or your partner, um, I think it would be I think it'd be best if you, if you held it, Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> Um, because I think that you, uh, you've, you've been more dedicated to, to it than I have. I just been more, um, I've been more firm on, on, I think I've been more serious about it and you've been the one making the sacrifices. So would it have ever happened without me? No. Would we still be here today without you? No. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, um, you know, as does ev like everybody has their ups and downs, but we've definitely had a rocky journey getting here. And, um, and we've been very open about that. I've talked about it a lot on many different platforms that like, you know, the number of times that like, I just wanted to like, friggin walk out. <laughs> when like the lows are low, they're low, and it doesn't feel good. But like, we've grown through so much, like so much, so many highs and so many lows to get where we are today. And you need to be, you know, willing to stick by each other's side through all of it. And we have, and we're here. And we've had to learn how to make it work. And I think, you know, when, when you're talking about like couples working together, um, not sorry, not even working together, just being in a relationship, um, you know, in the pursuit of success, no, just in relationships in general, um, right. like often you'll hear, you know, when, when there's issues, um, often you'll hear that, you know, even if, okay, say you're like, oh my God, we have so many issues. We need to go to counseling. But one, one person's like, hell no, I'm not going to counseling. I'm just going to listen to Wayne on the podcast. <laughs> you know, it's been said that even if one person dedicates themselves to to growth and to figuring out how to better the relationship, it'll impact the relationship as a whole. So even if one person decides, you know what, I'm taking this seriously, I'm going to figure out what we need and how to make this relationship better. One person working on it is better than two people. And so like I started better. better, not perfect, but better, better. Yeah. yeah. So I started digging deep into like, how the hell am I going to survive this? Cause I was living in Wayne's world. Do you have a clip for that? No. Okay. But I was, I was, 100% I was 100% living in Wayne's world and I hated it. I hated real estate. I hated everything that we were doing and I, and it was Wayne's world. And I was like, how am I going to survive this? And so after like years of, of just doing it, and as Wayne said, being a good soldier and trucking along and, and figuring out my role and my place in it all, um, I realized that I'm going to have to find a way to make myself happy in it. Like nobody's going to do it for me. I need to be responsible for myself. And that's when I started like figuring myself out and what I wanted. And then I realized like how we had got, we had gotten so far in our journey without boundaries, without, you know, like without putting things in place to protect our, e like each other's peace and each other's well-being. But we were literally just like in this, I would call it like chaos for so long before I really like realized that if we set some boundaries here, we could be so much happier and so much more successful because it's not it, it wouldn't be a constant struggle anymore we would be respecting each other and and you know our de like our desires and what fulfilled us within 
what we were doing and stuff. So it was at that point that I feel like we really, um, well, at least for me, I think that it impacted our relationship as a whole, but me really digging deep and, and figuring out my own journey, I think, uh, really impacted our relationship and our business in a positive way. Mm -hmm. Hmm. How do I? How do I how do I not ruin Valentine's Day? <laughs> um uh, okay, so this might be relatable. Um typically in a more often than not, I have to choose my words right. More often than not in a relationship, um, there will be someone who's a little more logical than emotional, and there'll be someone who's a little more emotional than illogical. Um and uh, I am heavily logical. And I, I am heavily emotional. In my mind, in my mind, and this does, this does not, this is not a, I'm not making a comparison to be judgmental. In my mind, I see emotion as weakness. But I also know that I lack emotion in life and that, that uh, holds me back from fulfillment makes fulfillment a lot harder. Um, but I do, and it's not that I choose to believe it. I just, I, I, that's just my belief. I believe that emotion is weakness. I think that emotion is not logical. And because it's not logical, um, it, it makes, it makes succeeding in life and getting what you want out of life, um, difficult because <clears throat> you can't measure it. And, so when someone tells me that they feel a certain way and that's why they, they won't do what they need to do, that sounds ridiculous to me. Now, I'm splitting a room right now and I don't even think it's 50-50. I think it's probably 70-30. 70 percent of people will not understand that and will be offended by that. Some will be offended and most won't understand. Um, and so when you've got an emotional person and a, and a logical person, you ever, you ever see that? Uh, you ever see that uh, that movie, um, The Notebook? Yes. <laughs> you see that? Ever see that scene where um, Ryan Gosling is just sitting there and he's like, he's standing in the rain with what's her face? Yeah. Um, Amy McAdams. McAdams, something like that. <clears throat> and he's like, just like, just looking at her. He's like, "What do you want?" Josh just said on the call, "What do you want?" <laughs> what do you want? And she just can't get her fucking shit together. You know what I mean? There's it, it, that that about sums it up. That about sums it up. I love that you had a movie scene, and it was the Notebook. Okay, you you summed it up perfectly. <laughs> All I'm doing is digging myself out of this 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 eight mile hole that I made at the beginning of the show. <laughs> if I'm gonna make some references, they're gonna be meaningful now. Um, so as, as the person who's on the logical side of this, this, um, this, this scenario, it's very hard to explain to someone that, you know, why they're doing it and, and how they do it. And when the other person doesn't feel good about it and they can't give you anything tangible as to why they, they feel that way. It can be very discouraging. It can be debil debilitating. It can be um, crippling 
for someone who is doing everything within their power to, to succeed. And then the other person in their relationship, the person that you want to share it with, the person who's supposed to be your partner, please just don't take my words too, too literally or critically right now. It can be very difficult when the other person is saying things like, I just, I can't, I don't know. I just don't feel good about it. Um, why are we doing this? It doesn't feel like it's worth it. Feel, feel, feel. And, uh, and so from, from, from the perspective of the person who just wants something better and knows that the other person knows that the other person in the party, the, or in the relationship wants it as well, but they just can't see it and they can't achieve it. Um, it's just as hard for that person, but it's just, it's a different hard. And I remember early on, it was all about me having that notebook type see, uh, you know, scene uh, very often being like, what do you want? What do you want your life to look like? You know, how can you not see this? How can you not see what I see? You know, how can you not understand what it is that we're going to have? And, uh, and I know that a lot of people struggle with this in relationships. Um, those those of you that are trying to become entrepreneurs or trying to become, I'm going to use entrepreneurs because I don't think real estate investors fits. No. Um, anybody can Different go buy, level. Yeah, anybody can go buy real estate, okay? <clears throat> you can go to a key spire event for a weekend and buy fucking four turnkey properties. That does not make you an entrepreneur, okay? I'm talking about the people that are, that are striving for more. Um, in order to get past that to get past that weekend webinar weekend seminar you know what i mean i'm fearless you know woot woot high fives back you know pat on the backs you know what i mean all that all that jazz if you want to be an actual entrepreneur um it takes it takes a different level and um when you're partnered with someone who doesn't get it and someone who is you know uh, more emotional than than logical it's uh it's tough. So what you need to do is you need to tap more into your emotions, not too, too much. Cause if you, you start drinking the punch, it's actually going to it, like, it'll actually hold you back. I, and I, this is what I said. Like, I think that you should be putting this workshop on because <laughs> guess what? Gabby was right. At least one person needs to be working on it. Um, and I truly believe that um, I think the fact that I stuck with I, the fact that I was stubborn is the reason that we're here today. And I also feel like the fact that Gabby worked really hard to to make sure that she worked on it and that and that I was receptive to it is the reason why we're still here. I I didn't work on it very hard. I think it, I think I was just understanding and receptive. Yeah. And on the flip side, I think that if we were both straight up entrepreneurs, that um, that it it could be easy to just like lose the relationship. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, what's 100%. that song? Where is the love? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Keep working on it. <laughs> it's just trying to join in in the references. I don't have any black eyed peas clips. I'm sorry. But honestly, like you know, th throughout those years, like, and I told like to get here where we are and how much growth I've experienced. Um, you know, like I said, I wanted to walk out the door so many times, but to look back and realize that, you know, all those times Wayne pushed me and all those times he was firm with me and, and, you know, like encouraged me to do better and be better and become better. Like, 
I look back to who I was, um, which I kind of see now as like a frail little shell of Gabby to now where I was forced to figure out who I was and what I wanted and how to be fulfilled. Pushed? Um, pushed or forced? Forced. Okay. Just curious. Words are important. It was, I'm, I'm just it sure. was a hard force. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm grateful. And with that gratitude comes a sprinkle of resentment. You know, thinking back to how certain things were handled, how certain situations were handled, there's a sprinkle of resentment in there that I work on daily to release. You know, that's part of the healing journey is releasing that shit. Um, but I am so grateful that I'm here today where I am realizing how to be, how to live a fulfilled life and how to go after what you want and how to realize what you want. Like, I did not know myself at all. I knew nothing about Gabby. Gabby was just like super surface, like just going along with whatever. And to now to today where like I know exactly what, not maybe not exactly, but I know what feels good. I know what I want mm -hmm. and, um, and I'm making it happen. And you're also not afraid to ask for it. Not afraid for to, it. not afraid to ask for it. Not afraid to go for it. It's a little bit of fear. If, if there's, if there's no fear, then there's no growth. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll hold on to that, grasp onto that and yeah. So I um as a, as a as a coach as a person who teaches people how to invest in real estate um I don't like talk, talking about this topic because I don't think I'm qualified for it. Mm -hmm. And um I uh but I get the question a lot and I don't get the question so much as I get people who are like me who have a partner who is not like us who and they're like what do i do man how'd you get your wife on board or how do i get my husband on board it's actually i'd say it's 50 50 by the way absolutely um I it's get, wild how many women are in this industry trying to get their husbands on board which is even more fucked for me yeah because now now it's a completely different it, dynamic yeah 100 percent. because i'm trying to tell a woman the same advice that i would give a man and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. No. And I have scared off so many women by giving them advice. <laughs> um, women that are no longer like part of our group. You know what I mean? That yeah. were rubbed the wrong way. And so I'm, I'm very cautious about how I handle it now. But the truth is the advice that I give, I, let's just talk about men, husbands, um, males in the partner or uh, males in the relationship. Even having this conversation right now is just extremely delicate uh, because I'm like, I'm, I'm trying not to offend people. I, I don't, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. That's, that's the problem. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Said, saying the things that I'm about to say are going to hurt people's feelings. And I don't want that. It's not that I'm afraid of what you're going to think about me. It's like, I just don't want to ruin your February 14th. I truly believe that you have to because you use the word force, I'm going to use word force. I think you have to force your partner. I do. I haven't come up with a better approach yet. Um, and Gab's not going to agree with me on this one, but I don't think hugs are going to get you to success. Now, some people, I do believe that sometimes the right approach is, is not to tell people what to do. It's not logical. Sometimes a hug will have the exact same effect. 
I think that emotional connection, you know, finding some way to connect, not using words, not using logic, there is a different way to approach, you know, and get the same results. But if you want to take massive, massive, you want massive results, massive growth, I think you have to force the other partner. And it's your responsibility. That's that's what you got to carry. That's 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 the cross you bear. That is what you have to do as that person in that relationship. You have to be the one that, that forces the other person to do it, forces them to come out of their shell and to do things that they're not comfortable with without any true certainty on the other side. I forced Gabby. Now, she looks back and says, thank you, which is just terrible when you put it into words. See, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it doesn't sound good when you tell people that, mm -hmm. but it's the truth. It, you need to, and, I, and, and like, I can't even say that you need to be cautious and delicate, make sure not to force too hard. I don't, I don't even know how to measure it. Yeah. There's no meter. There's no meter to be like, you know, you're, you're redlining it. You're pushing too hard. You know what I mean? You got to push it just right. You got to Goldilocks that shit. Uh, not too hot, not too cold, just right. And no one knows better than you because you're, you're the one that's right there. You know your partner better than anyone. But guess what? If they're not going to do it themselves, you have to push them to do it. You have to say, no, fuck you. We're doing this. I don't give a shit. And you got to be firm. You got to be assertive. And if they love you, if you're a good person, you got a strong relationship, then they will, then they will see it through. If you don't have one, then your relationship is in jeopardy. I was going to say, Wayne, I think that a lesser, a lesser relationship um, wouldn't have made it through. But that's fucked at the same time. Mm -hmm. Because that just, a lesser relationship doesn't mean that it's not meant to be. So you, the person I'm talking to right now, you need to make the decision on whether it's worth it. And that's fucking hard. Yeah. And that is not logical. That is... That is, that is, you cannot, that's not logical. There's no fucking answer to that. Yeah. So it's hard. It's hard as me saying this, it's hard. You need to make the decision. Is what we are working towards meaningful enough to put our relationship in jeopardy? Will, do you think we'll make it through this to get on the other side? I'm going to end with this before I pass this off to you, Gabby. This is why your why is so fucking important. Seriously. And, you know, share, share this, share this with your partner. And, and I apologize if I offend them. If they're not, you know, listening to us on a regular basis, I'm going to sound like an asshole. And I, and I apologize for that. But I would share this, this episode with your partner so that they can have a better understanding of a couple who have been through it, who are going through it, who are in the process. Like we're not done. It's still a challenge every day. I haven't, I haven't reached what I want to reach. So I'm still pushing Gabby every day to do things that she's not comfortable with. Um, I, I listen to this with your partner and, and have a, a really, 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 really good conversation about what it is that you guys actually want in life. What do you want 
to feel like? Who do you want to become? Who do you want to be? How, what do you want your relationship to be like? And then draw it out, vision board it, fucking write it out in, in five different words and put it in your wallet, whatever. And then ask yourself, is, is what, what needs to be done worth it to have this? Your, your why needs to be ex- extremely meaningful um, in order to, to, to go down this path. Um, because if it's not meaningful, not, not your why, I mean, both of your why, right? It needs to be like their why, your partner's why, and, and your, your why as a couple need to be meaningful enough. It needs to be powerful enough in order to, go, to get through this. Because if you guys can grab on real and hold on real tight to that, then you'll get through it. But if it's not worth it, and it's just about fucking money and cars and bullshit houses and fucking Grant Cardone, who's got my money, cash flow bullshit, you're not going to make it. You're not. And very few people will make it. And very few people do make it. I watch all the time. I see people and I will be in, we'll be in a room and I'll hear people say, oh, look at that person go. They're doing fucking amazing. They're going to kill it. They're killing it. They're going to, they're going to be so big. And I'm just like looking at them like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't think, I don't, I don't know if they're going to make it because that person going way too hard. And it, 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 it's hard to say. It's hard to say whether, you know, a relationship can hold up. Um, no, leave it at that. That's, <laughs> there's my, there's my master class. <laughs> All the warm and fuzzies. Fuck, it's, <laughs> it's, it's complicated. You know what though, Wayne, I wish, I think the one piece of advice that I wish that I maybe had much earlier on um, is that, I wish that I had done the deep work earlier Um, because, you know, so many people wait until there's like some big event in their life to, to realize like, I want more for myself. I want to heal myself. I want to, you know, like I want that growth. I want to do the inside work. You know, most like I think from a woman's perspective, it usually happens at some point in their 30s or 40s when they realize that like their whole life has been dedicated to um, their being a wife and their job. And then if if they have kids, having kids, being a mom, it becomes their identity. Mm-hmm. And then they realize at some point, like, holy shit, what, what happened to me? Where did I go? What's who am I? I can't even remember what I used to like. Like, this is such a common thing to happen to women. And I wish that, I wish that we didn't wait until we've lost ourselves to start to try to, to rediscover who we are and, you know, what we're passionate about and to, you know, and maybe that's just the natural cycle of life. And maybe that's how it's meant to be is to get to that point and then to kind of like have a rebirth. But I wish that I had started on that journey of discovery, rediscovery um, much earlier, because I think that we would have thrived um, in doing what we're doing much earlier had I kind of um, been happier. I feel like I was just like, I I felt so kind of like empty and like I was just kind of like this robot going through the motions and doing the things and feeling like I hate this and our relationship sucks and why are we doing this and why is Wayne being mean and making me do these things, 
you know what I mean? Like, and it was all like victim mentality. Mm. And I wish that I had had started that journey sooner to realize that like I was in control and I can find my passions and I can breathe my own passions into this. And, um, and yeah, I just, I wish that somebody had told me to, to get on that, on that bandwagon much sooner. Do you remember how that started? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I fucking forced her. <laughs> I forced her. No, but you well, know what, Wayne? I, I forced you to get a coach. But it wasn't, that's, that's not exactly how it happened. Okay. Because, um, you know, and, and again, here's, you know, us and us being vulnerable and just being honest and open. And wow, we have, I, I should have kept my fucking mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> we have talked it about in the past. And I think that this is so common for, um, in relationships is that at some point, one person in the relationship is like, we need counseling. We need therapy. Like we need help to get through like what we're going through. And I had, and I, that was me. I'd said like, we, we need help. Like we're in troubled waters. And I said, you need community. And you need to be around more people like you. Yeah. And so like, but I, I was at this low point thinking that like, we're not going to make it. And, and Wayne was the, the bullhead saying like, no, this is, this is what's going on. This is what you need. This is like, you know, and being the, like, I'm not going to therapy kind of guy. And, um, and then one day he, but he also knew that he needed more, um, you know, he needed mentorship. He needed, um, people who understood where he was at and what he was going through in the business. We both needed more people to yeah. connect with. We needed, we needed a better community Yeah, because the people that were around us, even in the real estate circles were not on my level. Absolutely. And, and I used to say often that like, you need, you need somebody that you can, talk to about all of this business stuff who's on your level because I'm not that person and that used to be a lot of our fights was that like I would just like be staring at him quote unquote listening but just like blank face because like he's all these ideas and all these things and I'm just like what the fuck is he talking about mm. <laughs> what's going on right now anyways he came home one day and said I signed us up for a coaching program and it's with this couple and it kind of mixes in both, you know, like how to make sure your relationship survives and growing your, your real estate investing business. And so actually I was like, wow, this might be really good. So like you didn't, you, you signed us up if that's what you mean by you forced me, but I was very receptive to it because I thought this, this is finally something. This is something for us. But what it turned into was that I ended up with a one-on-one -on -one, uh, mentor, more or less, helping me discover who I was. So it, it transformed into something totally different, but it spitballed into my, my journey of, of healing and growth and finding who I was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, uh... <sighs> Uh, community is very important too. And I think community, people think that like, it means like a net, like a network or like a group of people and like, you need to be in a certain room. No, just like being surrounding yourself with other people. And, and I hate the, I hate, I hate uh, the, the cliche, like you're, um, you know, surround yourself with like-minded individuals because everyone throws that on the top of a, a slideshow slide, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's so regurgitated and like that it's like it, it lost its value, but it, it, it actually means something like surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals, surrounding yourself with other people who get you. 
right? And community is just like it's is is the depth. What is the definition of community? Let's see what the actual definition is, because I, I think that people just kind of. group of people living in the same place or having a particular characteristic in common. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I, I just, I just feel like community is, is means so much more to me the the term community. I feel like it's, it's, it's the people that are around you. Like if, um, I, I see it as more like, um, scientific, you know what I mean? Like, like what's your ecosystem look like? You know what I mean? Yeah. If you were in a biodome or if you were underwater, like what's your community? It's what makes you thrive. Yeah. It's what makes you thrive. That's exactly it. I see it as more of an ecosystem. Yeah. I love that. How nourishing is your ecosystem? I love that. And, you know, if you, if you allow predators in your ecosystem or if you, there's viruses or fungus or, you know, in your, in your ecosystem, it can be, it can be infectious. And so I, I say audit your ecosystem. I say audit your community and make sure that it's that it's nourishing. And and sometimes that could be one person that you that you surround yourself with, but I, I would say that make sure that your ecosystem is healthy, that it's not infectious, and that it's it it's giving you what you need and it's not pulling for you know, it's not taking. So, you know, I knew that Gabby needed a better community. And I knew that community was incredibly important to Gabby as well. And that's what fulfilled her. That was another thing. It's separate to this. But um, Gabby needed more con- like love, connection, community. And she wasn't getting that uh, from me. And she wasn't getting that from the ecosystem that we were in. Mm-hmm. Um, so she wasn't fulfilled. She was, she was a good little soldier. She went to work every day. She marched and she, you know, to the, to the tune of the band. And she she did what needed to be done. She's fantastic. And everyone's like, Oh my God, Wayne, how'd you get your wife on board? Ah, she's a good soldier. <laughs> left, right, left. Um, but that's not sustainable. You know what I mean? Uh, there's, there's no fulfillment in it for her. So she needed to find herself. And I knew that she needed to surround herself with more people like her or more people like the, the people that she needed to be like. Uh, in order to 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 truly understand it, to to have a connection, and to to know how to to, to handle it, and she when you ha- when you surround yourself with people that don't get it, that aren't part of that ecosystem, um, you're getting bad advice. You're getting infectious fucking advice. You're getting advice from people who don't get it. You're getting advice from people who you know are still in the rat race. It's it's not the right people to be talking to. So when she found the right people to be talking to, and she got the right advice similar to what you guys are getting today. Um, it started changing her perspective. It changed her paradigm. It, she started focusing on the things that were most important to her. She started finding the things that were important to her. Whereas before, she was just a good soldier, left, right, left, left, right, left. And she never really questioned the order. She never really, really questioned where she was marching towards. But when she's got... I'm speaking for you, and feel free to interrupt if, like, if I'm if I'm wrong, but when she truly figured out purpose um, and, and had some meaning towards it, then, then she truly started, you know, marching for herself as opposed to, to, to the tune of my song. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like at that point, that's when I started really contributing to like um, the business ideas as well. 
like instead of just like listening and saying, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Um, that's when I really started to have input on the direction that I wanted to see as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and, and for me as, as the logical person in this, I'm going to detach from the emotion for a sec. Um, I was able to truly delegate to Gabby at that point because when, uh, when Gabby started believing in herself and believing in the cause, I was able to actually truly trust her because in the beginning I didn't trust her. I didn't trust that she had the best interests of, of us. I felt like she was doing whatever she needed to do and she'd, she wasn't thinking about it properly enough. She wasn't, she wasn't dedicated to the cause. So I had trouble trusting. I had trouble delegating. I was, we, I was giving tasks to her, but I was double checking her tasks, which is fucking terrible. Micromanaging. I was micromanaging hundred percent. I was re I was going back and reading emails that she had wrote during the day at work. I was going into the sent folder and making sure she wrote them properly. You know, and I was following up during the day and being like, did you do this? Did you do this? Did you, are you sure you did this? It was just terrible. But when, when, when she, when she finally made it to a point where it was something for her and not for, not even for us, not even for, for me, um, but like she made it for her, for herself. The reason why she's doing it was for her. I truly, now I knew that she was, she was dedicated to it and I, and I, I started trusting her. Um, now my lack of trust was, a, that was a me problem. That wasn't a, that wasn't a Gabby problem. That was just a me problem. And I think it was justified. I think we can look back and say that I think it was justified based on my perception. I didn't feel like you were hundred percent into it. And, uh, and I, and I questioned your, uh, ability, um, because you weren't hundred percent. Like I knew that if like, it was something that you really needed and it was, it had so much meaning and purpose in your life, then I knew that you would do whatever it takes, but I don't know. I just, it was, it was hard. It's really hard. But here we are. I, um, I don't think there's any way around it, guys. That's the thing. It's, it's hard to teach a fucking workshop when you don't actually have solutions. You know what I mean? I, I mean that. It's it's hard to it's hard to someone asks you how do you do it and you, and there is no solution. Uh, it's that's why I've been avoiding it. It's I think I think you gotta you you need to do it. I think you got to push through it. I think you need to have a strong why. I think it needs to have purpose. And purpose can mean more than you know just. Purpose can be something that's truly important to you that you need to, that you need to, you know, maybe a certain community or a certain cause that you're, that you're very passionate about. And that's why you're doing this. Um, it could be your, your, your just like a man's purpose to provide. And to give the, you know, the best for your family. It, um, but if you, if you don't have purpose, then I I just, I just don't think you'll make it through. 
um, we're, we're not talking about, you know, buying a couple properties here. I'm talking about like, like really going for it, like really going for it. If you're talking about, like I said, going to a fucking weekend seminar or like a $400 fucking multifamily mastermind or some bullshit, go buy a couple properties, get it over with and go back to your life. Okay. It's like. And that's fantastic, by the way, if that's yes. what you want. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. Don't overthink it. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. If that's the case, don't overthink it. Just get it done. You know, you can, you can, you can take, you can take your foot off the pedal. You can, you can dethrottle. You know, you don't have to go 100% balls to the wall. Like you can, you can get that done. But I'm speaking to the people that are like the ones that's, that are like pursuing something that are, that are real entrepreneurs, not real estate investors. I'm talking about entrepreneurs. Um, this whole conversation is for you guys. And for those of you that happen to, um, that happen to marry one, <laughs> right? It's, it's, it's a very small percentage of people. I hope this divides the room too. Like, I, I hope that like, I don't want anyone to think that like, uh, you know, a couple multifamily buildings is like, is, is, isn't impressive. You know what I mean? I'm just like, I'm saying that like, I don't think you need to go. If, if that's all you're, if that's what you're aiming for, you can, you don't, don't, don't jeopardize your fucking family and your relationship. You know what I mean? Take the foot off the pedal, give them a hug, walk them through it. You know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't need to be any more complicated than that. Buying a couple buildings is not complicated. Anybody can do it. Um, but for the entrepreneurs, the one, the, the ones that want to build significantly more, and it's not about the pro, it's not about the building, it's not about the property, it's about you know continuously growing and becoming an entrepreneur. Um, it's 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 a it's a mindset, entrepreneurship. I uh, I didn't really answer, but it, 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 yeah, a workshop's not gonna not gonna answer the question for you, but. I think that to sum it up, I would say just make sure you have it. It actually means something, and force um, your spouse. <laughs> Wayne's final words. <laughs> great, was, qu great question. That I'm surprised that I didn't think that that was going to uh, turn into that. Appropriate. I didn't plan this. I mean, obviously. if I were planning it, <laughs> yeah, obviously, <laughs> if I were planning it, I probably would have done a better job. Um, you know, for February 14th. Um, sign up for our new partner's <laughs> masterclass or new partner's mastermind. Where we dissect your relationship, throw it in a blender and see what happens. <laughs> hmm. What song should we end uh, today's episode on? <laughs> Oh, gosh. Uh, can I um, can I end the show on um, congratulating uh, Garrett and Jackie? Yes. Um, they just signed up all of their uh, paperwork. I'm trying to go back to find the comment. Here it is. Uh, so Garrett is getting our keys today. This weekend was a shit show, but lawyers and mortgage advisor came through for us. We took measurements yesterday, ordering everything and starting to work on it this Thursday. Amazing. Yeah. So congrats. Congratulations. Yes. I wonder uh, what that clap sounds like on the other end. <laughs> Sorry, it's not, guys. it's not bad. Oh, okay. 
Um, I don't like the way that I ended our topic, so I'm going to let you have final words. But I'm going to ask you a quick question. Okay. Well, no, it wasn't. It wasn't very fair. It wasn't very fair. It's almost like I, like, like Wayne was right, which I'm not right. I'm just I'm saying that two different people need to understand each other better. Oh, that's the one thing I forgot to say was that um, when you made an effort to understand me and I made an effort to understand you is when we started seeing progress. Yeah, it was the element that of was fulfillment the one. that really changed things for us and like realizing what was important for each other to be fulfilled 100%. That was that was one thing. Oh, yeah, I forgot that slide. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> when 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 we both made an effort to understand what what fulfilled the other partner and we truly understood it, then we were more conscious of the way that we spoke, conscious of the way that we said things, conscious of the way that we acted, um, and the way that we felt. And that is, is, is when we truly started seeing some, um, some progress. Uh, final thoughts, Gabby, do you want REM or do you want talking heads? REM. Okay. Uh, here you go. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.